Hi, y'all. This is Carrie Deet from Coffee with Carrie. It's such a privilege to do this adventure we call homeschooling with you. Thank you for tuning in again and for walking this homeschooling journey with us. If you're new to us, you can find us on Instagram at Coffee with Carrie Consultant or at our website, coffeewithcarrie.org. It's our prayer that our website, our homeschooling consulting services, and our podcast will help you homeschool one step at a time, one day at a time, and one cup of coffee at a time. Pour yourself a cup of coffee, put your feet up, and take a little coffee break with me. Today, we're dipping our feet into the relaxing waters of nature studies. There's no better way to explore and appreciate God's handiwork than by doing nature studies. And there's no better time to try out nature studies than during the summer. Ah, the summertime sun and lazy days at the beach. This is one of my favorite times during the year. Besides relaxing at the beach and sleeping in, it's one of my favorite times to experiment with new things I think I might want to try next school year. Since we don't do year-round schooling, we take a huge break from my usual academic studies and school schedule during the summer. However, I do try to sneak in during those lazy days of summer some school stuff disguised as new routines or a bucket list of activities I want to do. When the kids were little, I snuck in a little school time while playing games or doing nature studies. I like to use the summertime to test drive a few new things that I might want to do with the kids in the next school year. Since I'm not making a huge commitment during the summer, I don't feel so bad if the idea or the activities or the games don't work out. I just don't use them or buy them when the school year rolls around. This little tradition of getting our feet wet started the very first year we began homeschooling or should I say, unofficially, started homeschooling. Actually, the idea of homeschooling was what we were test driving that summer. According to our school district, my daughter was too young for kindergarten, but she was begging to start. The Lord had been putting homeschooling on my heart for about a year at that time. I had finally realized homeschooling was what God was calling our family to do, but my husband wasn't quite on board yet. After a very lengthy conversation with my four-year-old daughter about how much she wanted to start school, I approached my hubby with an idea. I asked him if we could test out homeschooling that summer and begin homeschooling at home. If it didn't work out, we didn't lose anything. We would just officially enroll her in kindergarten the following year when she was five. Much to my surprise, he agreed with one stipulation. He said if it goes well, and everyone enjoys homeschooling, then we could continue kindergarten during the school year. But it wasn't a given we would homeschool every year. We would take homeschooling one year at a time. Well, I ran with it, and my daughter was super excited. Needless to say, we had a great year, and my husband loved it too. Even though he still says we take homeschooling one year at a time, we've been homeschooling each and every year since. So I've been using this idea of trying something new with a let's just test it out and see how it goes attitude every summer since. This is actually how we started doing nature studies too. While God was whispering in my ear and then he began to loudly proclaim that he wanted us to homeschool, I was trying to get my hands on every homeschooling book I could find. And in all of my research, Charlotte Mason and her gentle approach to learning really resonated with me. I also saw how many of the methods and activities were right up my daughter's alley. One thing that really intrigued me was the idea of doing nature studies. 
Now, I've told you this before. While I love being out in nature, I am not a camper and I'm not a hiker. So the idea of exploring nature fascinated me. But the pesky bugs and the baby rattlesnakes that came with hiking didn't. Now, what I do love is the beach. And one of the main reasons I moved to California was to be close to the beach. So one summer I thought, hey, let's get our feet wet with these nature studies while we're hanging out at the beach each week. Well, just like the idea of homeschooling, nature study was a hit. And we've been using them in one form or another every year since. So what exactly are nature studies? Well, in a nutshell, it's using God's creation as your inspiration for scientific exploration. No boring textbooks are needed. No expensive science curriculum is needed. No hectic outside science classes are needed. It's just you, your kids, a backpack, a few journals, some colored pencils, and the great outdoors. Basically, you're just doing four things. One, you're exploring nature. That could be in your backyard, neighborhood walks, parks down the street, gardens, arboretums, zoos, going on hikes, the beach, anything really. Second, when something piques your interest, you stop, you sit, and you draw what you see. There have been numerous times my daughter pulled up a rock and started to draw. Third, when you get home, you learn about the plant or the animals that you saw. And then four, you then add info to your drawings. And that could be as simple as the name of it. You can label it. You can put some facts there. You can put some quotes, some Bible verses, your thoughts, the date. doesn't really matter. Yep, it's really that simple. That's it. Here's how we got our feet wet and tried out nature studies one summer before I fully committed to making them an integral part of our homeschooling. We started out with beach days. But if you don't live by an ocean, then a stream, a pond, a lake, or actually any outdoor summer habitat will do. But for this example, I will be using the sandy, sunny beaches of California. First, just plan a day at the beach, and any beach will do. If you can, plan to spend the day at a local beach once a week for the rest of the summer, or at least as often as you can. Even though that sounds like a lot of time at the beach, trust me. It's well worth the packing, the sand in your car, and the extra meal planning. And your kids will love it, and you'll thank me later for it. Next, you just explore. Don't bring your nature study backpack with you. And it's okay. If you're new to this, you probably don't have one yet anyway. Just leave that at home as you start learning how to do nature studies. The whole idea is to get you and your kids used to exploring nature for fun and seeing God's handiwork and handprints everywhere. Besides, you're still in summertime non-school mode. No need to turn beach day into a school day. So when you arrive at the beach, pull up a blanket, slap on the sunscreen, and start splashing in the waves. Build some sandcastles, and watch your kiddos find some very interesting little critters in the sand. Collect some seashells, and... Maybe bring a few home, but don't tell anybody. Pick up the washed-up kelp on the beach and let them pop the little blooms. Search through the mounds of kelp. You'll be amazed at how many little creatures live in it. And yes, some of the washed-up kelp can be a little stinky, 
but the treasures you will find is well worth the smell. Notice the seabirds flying overhead and trying to eat your picnic lunch. And with your iPhone, take pictures of the different birds you see and all the little critters and seashells and kelp you found in the sand and along the beach. Next step is to draw. Once you get home, or the next day if everyone is sun-whipped, pull out your child's nature journal. Now, nature journal is just a fancy term for notebook or an art sketchbook. And there's no need to get something fancy or expensive right now since you're just trying it out. You can just get an inexpensive notebook or sketchbook and name it My Summer at the Beach Journal. All you really need is a notebook, a journal, or a sketchbook for each child and yourself. You want to make sure you do this too. Not only is it fun for your kids to see you drawing, but it's very relaxing too. The dollar store has old-fashioned line composition notebooks. Michael's sells sturdy spiral art sketchbooks, which you can usually find on sale. And bookstores like Barnes & Noble sell beautifully lined and unlined journals. However, if you do decide you want to include nature studies in your school time next year, I highly recommend you let the kids pick out their own nature journals. We would go to the bookstore like Barnes & Noble's and go to the journal section, and I would let them pick out a journal they liked. This became their nature journal for the year, and they would use it each year after that until it filled up. It was also a great way to keep track of all of their explorations from year to year, and for me, it's now one of my favorite mementos. Well, now that you're home and you have a journal or a notebook to draw in, ask your child what was her favorite thing she saw while at the beach. Whatever it was, have her draw it in her journal with colored pencils. If she liked the shells the best, she can simply put some of her favorite shells in front of her and draw them. If it was the squishy kelp, you can pull up a picture of kelp on the internet and let her draw it while she looks at it. If she liked one of the seabirds, let her look at the photos you took on your iPhone. And the drawing doesn't have to be perfect. Drawing in her journal should be just as much fun as playing on the beach and collecting seashells. If your child wants help or is older, we use the series Draw Right Now, as well as Drawing Now website for simple step-by-step drawing instructions and suggestions. Check out our website, coffeewithcarry.org, for links for some of our favorite resources, as well as samples of Nature Journal pages. And FYI, we always used quality colored pencils. We didn't use markers or watercolor because they bled onto the other pages. Then after you draw, you investigate. One day during the week, investigate the item she drew in her journal. There are tons of online sources, field guides, and books you can use. Your library will have tons of Audubon, Smithsonian, and DK collector guides. Amazon has some great books too. There are laminated field guides specifically for California birds, seashells, and marine life at acornnaturalist.com. The internet has some great online classification guides as well to help you and your child identify the beach object she drew. There's even an app you can use on your phone called Shell Museum. It takes a picture of the shell, and the app gives you the name, the classification, and a description of the shell. One of my new favorite nature study books is the series by Julia Rothman. They're beautifully illustrated and full of ideas and information. 
If you're doing beach studies this summer, a great one to start with is called Ocean Anatomy, The Curious Parts and Pieces of the World Under the Sea. Again, check out our website, coffeewithcarry.org, for all of these resources. I will post some of our favorites to help you get started. Remember, you're only getting your feet wet, and it's still officially summer, so you don't want to make this a mandatory thing. If your child really liked what she found and what she drew, then her natural curiosity will be piqued. She'll want to learn more about it. But if not, don't force it at this point. Then, add a little more to the journal page. Keep this simple and keep it age-appropriate. If your child is younger, she can just write the name of the object next to it or under the drawing. If your child's a little older, then she can write a sentence or two about the object. It can be a description of it, or it can just be where she found it and why she likes it. Older students can label the drawing, include maybe its scientific name and its classification, or more details about it if you want. And for added fun, you could search for a Bible verse or a famous quote that relates to water or the beach to add to the page, or you can find a poem about the item and write that next next to the drawing or below it. Then the last step is you spend the rest of the week reading aloud. Read, read, and read some more. Get your hands on as many picture books and information books about the beach, the ocean, and the animals and plants that live by and around the beach as you can, and then share them with your family. During the summer, libraries and bookstores have numerous beach and water-themed displays. Check out our website, coffeewithcarry.org, for a list of some of our favorite beach-themed picture and chapter books. And Sarah McKenzie at Read Aloud Revival She also has a great summer reading recommended list. Then the next week, you start all over. Yep, that's it. Just start over. Spend the day at the beach, build some sandcastles, swim in the waves, collect seashells, interact with the birds, squish those sea kelp buds, dig deep for more little creatures in the sand, and have fun in the sun. Then when you get home, you pick something to draw, you learn about it, You write a few things about it and read a few more books about the beach. You are now dipping your feet into the cool and relaxing science, quote unquote, curriculum of nature studies. I think your kiddos will love nature studies, and I think you will love how easy they are to do. Once you get your feet wet this summer, you can dive right into making nature studies your science curriculum for the whole family next year. Thank you for hanging out with us and for joining us for this little coffee break. If this is your first time joining us, you can find us at our website, coffeewithcarry.org. We also have daily devotions and homeschooling tips at our Instagram account, coffeewithcarryconsultant. I pray this podcast has inspired you to test drive nature studies this summer. If you're looking for a way to do science that's stress-free, textbook-free, and guilt-free, then you should definitely try nature studies. Check out our website, coffeewithcarry.org, for a free handout, Nature Studies for the Nature Deficit Family. It's full of how-tos such as how to do nature studies, how to put together a nature journal, and how to gather materials for your nature study backpack. At our website, we also listed all the resources we shared in today's podcast. If you heard something you liked, then share our podcast or our Instagram and website with a friend who might need a little encouragement this week or share it with a friend who's looking for something new to do next year in their homeschooling.
We're praying for you. Stay healthy. God bless and see you next time.